fucking all right fucking ring with the fucking effing and jeffing from the get-go this is not a children's show fucking right it ain't so fucking son. right all you, kids, all you fucking kids yeah you can fuck right well, <laughs> in general fucking kids <laughs> <laughs> you know when you see a kid running really fast and you know they're like absolutely free and they're just like yeah, yeah. I just want to trip them <laughs> There was one time when welcome, I was like, welcome to reality. <laughs> Life's going to hit you harder than that, kid. It's the fact that when they fall, they're not used to falling so much. So they don't have the, the sense to get their hands out. Yeah, and they yeah. just go down like your granddad. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're not, it's a, it's a different type of fall. It's like old people fall very rigid. Young people fall very floppy, like too floppy. Yeah, like, like a crash test. Like <laughs> they fall and they, they like curve inwards so they're like whoa <laughs> and there's then they look at you immediately like yeah did that hurt me yeah and you've got two ways of going about it one is well done carry on and then you're yeah. like yeah <laughs> or two you go and then you create a pussy yeah yeah that is it isn't it they're literally looking yeah. to be like how how do i react to this? yeah how do i react to that yeah, yeah. don't and make it like, a pussy you just got fucking home <laughs> what you should do is just go ah yeah well, yeah, <laughs> you've been frying 250 quid. There was one time I was, it says at uni, so at Newcastle, but at the Metro Centre. Now, the Metro Centre has that red brick work all around the outside, like the red brick paving. Right. And it, and the Metro Centre is where you go if you want to lose your children or any beloved one, because it's the most confusing shopping centre. In They made it in an X shape yeah. of some kind. It looks great from the outside. You'll never find your car again. Yeah. Never, yeah. ever, ever. Once you go in, car's gone. And you, you're buying a new one, so take a banger because you're never getting back. You're getting back on the bus. Yeah. And um, this kid was, kid was just running. Yeah, you put the ice in. This kid was just running. We were heading in, and you had to walk along quite a bit of the side to get to the doors to go in. And um, cheers, mate. This kid just came flying past me, like you know, you're not ready for it, and he went flying past, and he got about eight feet in front of me, and then he just, just caught a lip on one of those little red bricks. Mm. Just caught a lip. And he just went down so fast and so hard, just fuck, yeah, right on his face. My there's three of us: me, Ben, and Keith. Shout out to you guys if you if you're still alive. Um, Sidetrack on that. I know Ben's alive. He's fly fishing, and Keith is Scottish, so he might not be. He's <laughs> <laughs> no veg. But um, he went. Those two immediately were like, "Oh my god!" I had to hold on to the wall. Because I was laughing so hard, I could barely stand up. I was trying to hold the laughter in, though, because yeah. the parent was nearby. Yeah. So I did that whole... Yeah. Just like an exhaling shitty balloon. Yeah. <laughs> and nearly... Like, the boys both looked at me, knees crumpling, holding in my life soul. Both of them went, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> Funniest. Yeah, <laughs> he just went totally. down so hard and so fast. And it's just the fact he didn't even know it was coming. He was just like, I'm free to be whatever... <laughs> it still cracks me up. Oh, love, just not even the hands didn't even raise from the waist. Yeah, just. I love seeing people fall over. It's one of my favourite things. It can genuinely turn the day around for me. I, or when you, you people smack walk into lampposts and stuff. Yes, oh. someone's on the phone and they bump oh. into something. Oh, yeah. is there anything Brilliant. better? A fall is. I always find a fall slightly more entertaining. Assuming like. I don't find old people falling funny because then I do actually think yeah, I'll no, fuck, they've, they've yeah. fucked themselves up there. Yeah. But um, anyone who's... who's um, But old people rap better than any kid. 
Oh, old people oh. are like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, they've you, literally. You, I turned, can see your skull. Yeah, yeah, right. they've turned the hip to dust. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll oh, yeah, be right. Yeah, happens every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did how did we get onto this? I don't know. It just made me giggle. It's the, it's the thing that comes to the forefront of my mind if I'm ever feeling a bit down. My brain goes, Hey, hey, Lex, how yeah. you doing, boy? Like, Why? Right. Remember that time that kid outside the metro centre fell and smashed his face into the red brick? And yep. You laughed so hard you couldn't stand up. Yeah, oh. reminisce. Oh. <laughs> I was uh, going around B&Q the other day and there was a kid running around with two spoons. Like Where did he get spoons from? Uh, he came in with them, I'm assuming. <laughs> His mum was not bothered at all. Literally oh, just no. running around going, just like just clapping the two spoons together. And that was, and he was like laughing to himself and running around. And and I, I was there like, please he didn't fall anyone who's running and smashing spoons is coordinated yeah you need the kid that's picking his nose and watching a balloon yeah that kid's falling over yeah but smashing spoons and they were just like and it was really funny funny when you're a kid that that like the things that matter to you i'm taking these spoons with me today today is spoon day yeah yeah i've fucking love spoons (laughs) i'm having two of them and then part of me was just like maybe he's that broke that he those are his only toys (laughs) They won't be in B and Q if they were broke. Just the two spoon. They'd be in uh, B and M or yeah. no? What's the, well, they were looking the in B decent. They're in the plant section. Yeah, the they're definitely not broke. Yeah. Plants are not cheap. No, yeah, they weren't. My mum bought me a plant for my birthday. Yeah, or three. Yeah, they're nice. They're outside there. See them on the way in. Yeah, they do spruce the places up. I like plants a lot, but they, they, there's always kill them by accident. Th- yeah, that's it. There's always a three day. Oh shit! When you see them after the third day, because you've ignored them for a few, and you're yeah, oh, and you that, gotta get them before you wilt. That's part of my criteria of looking for plants. Something that <laughs> doesn't die very easy. Cactus. Yeah, cactus. Aloe as well. Aloe vera. They're, they're... Do they look good though? Yeah, I think so. You, you, look, like you can cactus. get some really like. You seen an aloe vera plant? They're like quite they're big and, and yeah. Big, thick, fat leaves, um, and they can so grow cactus. quite large. Um, cactuses are like normally like dildo shaped. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you're gonna say it. You're, I was gonna you say get phallic. pointy ones. I've got one upstairs, a little mini one. Oh shit, I haven't watered that. I'm gonna water that afterwards. At least the cactus can survive a little bit. Aloe vera. But there's one um, I've got one downstairs, which is very Christmassy, all red. So that's like yeah, cool. Oh, there's one of those downstairs in my. Hang on, what is that? That's an aloe vera plant. But they look. There's loads. Of, they can. That's that is like just a kind green of a sparse points, looking one. Yeah. The one I've got. There's like loads more of those leaves, but not quite as long. A bit bushier. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a, you can get a big old. Somebody. Idea. Somebody mentioned about one that got caught in a house fire. Oh no! Yeah, this was me, my mate Chris. And it looked like it was bleeding. Was yeah. That you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It because it burned. Um. Or because it's like literally, you can snap it off. That is yeah, like yeah. however it's very like full of liquid, which is why I don't understand why it doesn't need watering very frequently. Because, because, it's it's because so... it holds all the liquid inside like a cactus. But where's it coming from? Like, there's not oh. a lot in there. Like, Maybe it d- absorbs d- from the atmosphere. Do you spritz them? No. I literally do nothing. Do you know why plants... You know I water people say that about... like once every two weeks, maybe? You know people say about singing to plants helps them and everyone's like, you're mental. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, it definitely does. No, it really does. Do you know why, though? Look this house, that bad boy? Oh, uh, yeah. That is quite big. Look, that's massive. You wouldn't have that in your house. It's like a squid coming at you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they kind of look a bit freaky when they get quite big. Oh, yeah, look at that. That looks like a starfish on a lot of weed. Yeah. Yeah, they actually look a if little you, bit... If you bred weed with a starfish, you've got an aloe vera plant. Yeah. But also useful for... Can of fish. Stuff that you do with aloe vera. I don't know. Star- when you get sunburn. Star abyss. What, 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 else, what else does 
aloe vera is it is it good for? Like when you get sunburn. Yeah, it's calming, isn't it? Yeah. Soothing. You can ingest it as well. It's so good gut health. It's good fancy, for gut health. Fancy a snack? Good for you. Yeah, have a nibble. Yeah, have a little. He's <laughs> walking around, showing you people around. So this is the toilet. He's about him. There's a plank you nibble on. Oh, yeah. you feeling a bit bit down? Have a num num? Yeah, <laughs> just take a bit. <laughs> what about? <laughs> I don't know. Plants, man. I, I, there's one downstairs. Mm. I've had it three days. It nearly died already. Really? Some of them are just pathetic. They're only yeah. watering every day. And then he gets to the point where you go, I've watered it every day. And he goes, oh, you've overwatered it. Well, mm. piss off. Yeah. Uh, we had one. I don't know what it was called. And then it, it got some like disease. <laughs> um, in, from in your house? No, I think it had it when we got it. Nice. Um, and because there were so there was like four of them and they were all woven together and then that like the four different plants no no it was the same plant but like four different bits four different ones of the same plant that welcome to gardeners they world. wove in together <laughs> but then like one of them died or it's started dying dealers. and then pass it on to the other one now we've got two left as of the original four so they're not woven they're literally just next to each other but you know like a squiggly line pattern well i've got Three leafy things my mum bought me and a cactus. Yeah, we know fucking nothing about. Yeah. Did no. I say about when I got given? There's the, that one the... outside as well. Have you seen that one by the outside that my mother made me plant? All this crap. It, it is like a twig with bits of green on it. Mm. Like lots of twigs of green. That's the shittest plant ever, and it's in this huge pot that costs money. She's like, yes, but they they'll flower, they will flower again. Will it? Will it? Because sometimes, mum, you have a garden full of things that's supposed to flower, and this year they just chose not to. Like, that is a rude ass thing. You're making it. You just sat there feeding it, watering it, and everything. And this one year goes, nah. Uh, yeah, just doesn't perform. Don't, no, screw you. I'm just yeah. swapping you out for concrete and a basketball net. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to like outdoor plants yet. I'm literally, I'm going to figure my shit out indoors. It's not worth it. Yeah. One, I, what have I got outside? What were those ones? Tulips in those big pots. Did you see them ever during the summer? Well, let me give you. Let me give you. Here's here's how tulips work. You plant them. You buy four big pots. You get the fertilizer. You get filthy. You uh, you you have to replant them, repot them. You cultivate them, and then they spruce. There's little fly buzzing around. It's like one of those little fruit flies. And then they they spruce and they bloom, and you're like, oh, worth it. And three days later, a strong wind comes away, and you're left with four green sticks sticking out the soil. And you're like, fuck you, tulips. You pathetic. How do they survive in the wild? Literally. Two days of strong wind, all the petals flew off in the first day. In the second day, it, there was anything that was left over, any little thing. Oh, and hanging baskets as well. Fucking hell, in the summer, go water those bastards twice a day. Oh, and put them in too much sun, they immediately die. And mm. every single one of mine's died now. Every single, even the one that was doing well in the shade yeah. finally just went, no more. So they're not even more than the yearly they just like put it up you basically fight off death as long as you can that's then, what it is isn't that's it? it i think that's why a lot of people find it rewarding having plants though because they like keep this thing alive i'd rather get a fish tank yeah yeah personally i would as well because you can't they don't really provide any entertainment other than looking at them and going oh that's quite nice but how long do you like stand and look at a plant well if it's a tulip two days before the wind comes yeah but you didn't stand there the whole two days as well how no. if you added up the appreciation time of that tulip Probably twenty Pl- minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and you worked on you were with like fucking keeping that thing alive for like a year. Yeah, the instructions I had to follow from Mother Dearest to yeah. make these things bloody bloom for a whole two days. So it's it's a, just a different breed of person. Some people are plant people. My mum's a plant person. Yeah, my nan and granddad are plant people, and like they might become pod people. Maybe that's it. Maybe. Maybe they're the ones that will be lucky when the plants finally take over after yeah. the apocalypse. Yeah, they'll be like, you looked after us. We'll look yeah, after you. That'll be it. 
Yeah, they won't look after. We get fucked. Yeah, we'll be we'll, we'll be inside a cactus. We'll be putting it. We'll be put in a cage and hung up, and then just left to dry out. Yeah, they'll just, like, just, they'll like, this is what you did to our brothers. They'll just dehumidifiers. Yeah, yeah, we're just <laughs> hanging off, hanging in a, in a hanging basket cage. Just there, going water, please. And they're like, no. Yes. You want nutrients? Get it from the sun. <laughs> yeah, like you left us in. Yeah. <laughs> See how it feels having to water for three days, yeah. bitch. Yeah. And you've got little, and it'd be like roses will be around the base yeah. of the cages. So it'll look really pretty, but they'll be alive. So they'll be thorning us yeah. every day, just yeah. stabbing you in your yeah. bottom soles of your feet with their little thorny branches. Yeah. yeah. That's blooming what... from our blood. Yeah. That's what's going to happen when the, the plant apocalypse. Screw it. I'm killing more. <laughs> I'm making it worse. Yeah. We're going to take it as we're many. We're gonna, yeah. We're going to make sure. I'm going, that... to, I'm going over to the neighbors with a golf club. <laughs> to be honest, I think, the, I think the way everything's going, I think we're, we're, as a species, I think we're taking out the planet fairly efficiently. So <laughs> I don't know whether this plant apocalypse is going to happen. No, it's a pipe dream. Yeah. The plants it's a are plant still plot dream. Yeah, the plants are dreaming about it, but I don't think it's going to happen. Right. We're officially well, fucking. Now up. we've got over our garden as well moment. Fucking fine kids and gardens. Jesus, mm. that was a start. Let's open up the crew chest and see what we're drinking today. And this one is a, a little bit of a tasty looking one. I mean, that is a sexy ass bottle. And it is. Is it Maker's Mark? This, if you're not watching on Spotify or YouTube, which I don't know why, because we got all the bloody effort of video in these things, and trust me, it's a pain in the dick, so please watch the videos. <laughs> it's uh, wax sealed with a big old red wax seal that is dripping all the way down the bottle, and it looks cool. Yeah. Now, I would like to say, this is a 45%er, so it's strong. You said it's a, a really good solid bourbon, but I think when I went to Salford to film, what was I filming? What was I doing up there? Oh, I was doing the... Um, the uh, protein? no, it was the the Slater's men's oh, health campaign. Yes, yeah, it was before that, wasn't it? We went out for drinks afterwards, and I was in there, and I thought I'd look at some. Bur- I said, "What bourbons they got?" And the Maker's Mark was on there, and I remember we'd heard about it, so mm-hmm. I'll try that. I remember it kicking my head because I thought it was going to be quite easy going, a bit like Gentleman or yeah. So it was no, it's strong. So I'm interested to see if this is what I ordered, or whether I ordered something like Marcus Bake. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's just Dave from behind the bars, home brew. Yeah, but I think so. Obviously, Maker's Mark's a, a pretty big brand. Like it's, it's, one, it's one of the biggest um, for bourbons. And I, I saw something. Uh, basically, they're they're that large. Their production is that large, and obviously they they have their their raw product, and then they they barrel it, and then the, it stays in the barrel for like five to seven years. So at any one time, they've got a million barrels. Holy shit! Yeah, at any one time. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. That's, and what, that's five to six scale. years, did you say? Uh, five to seven. Or five to seven? I think it was five and a half to seven. That's years. how long they leave it. Yeah. Jesus, it's a investment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because... Well, where like, would you start, right? Would you start five years ahead? Or would you have to get pre-aged stuff in to start with and then just begin yours as you start? No, I think you, you just... Do? I think you just have to start and sit on it sit for five years like, it's coming yeah <laughs> not yet you bet yeah is and you know like shitloads of it evaporates off as well from in the, within the barrels yeah yeah um, keep topping it up yeah i was listening to a, like a little video talking about acres mark and the kind of the process that they they go through with it and it, it's basically not changed at all That's in the cool, last like i like that. i think it came about in the 30s or 40s Ooh, yeah. and um yeah apparently at the time there was like 30s 40s 50s like whiskey got a real kind of reputation as the the dad or the granddad drink and it was like it kind of was losing popularity between the the younger generation and then the whiskey industry in general kind of switched to this like light whiskies um which are just 
they formed slightly differently, but they were originally going to call them bourbons. Mm. And then I think it, it was the American government that actually like stepped in somehow to like change, like they what basically they- created criteria. Like a bourbon has to be in a like a white oak barrel, but it has to be a brand new one. So that they was can't to, that reuse was to the stop cast the cast the cast barrel companies going out of business because they sit on it for five or six years. You're not buying any new barrels. Yeah. So they, that's why the government implemented that. We learned that. That was a history. We learned that from the dudes in the shop in yeah. um, Shrewsbury. Yeah. So but this um, one says it does say some stuff on the side, but it doesn't say you. It says what it says is Maker's Mark, America's handmade bourbon whiskey, all started because my grandfather Bill Samuel Senior, a sixth generation Kentucky distiller, didn't care for whiskey his family made. Fucking shit, he said. Not drinking that crap in my house. So that damn piss water. There you go. In 1953, he burned the family recipe, literally, and started over. His taste vision was a soft, rich, creamy, full-bodied, yet balanced bourbon. Meanwhile, my grandmother, Margie, Jesus Christ. This is like a death thing in this. Passed away. This is really... <laughs> um, she was busy designing the bottle you're holding. In fact, it was her idea to hand dip every bottle in red wax. She was kinky. Yeah. Margie was I kinky. Bet, I bet like she, she was, just had a load of red wax kicking around. I bet she really underestimated. It was just like she didn't think this through. She was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to, we'll knock out five bottles. Yeah, we'll hand dip them a million barrels later. Yeah. She's got she's the still there. Oh, please stop making me dip them in wax. Shut up, Margie, and dip the damn bottle. All day, all night, just dipping those bottles in wax. Oh, uh, to this day, making Maker's Mark in small quantities, million barrels, yeah. small quantities, my butt, a little at a time, is still a family affair. Enjoy. And it's signed by Rob Samuel. But on the other side, they've put something a little bit, hmm, anytime you're in the neighborhood, stop by and visit our, at us at our distillery near Loretto, Kentucky. And it's a, a beautifully restored home, apparently. So you can just go to the actual original home. Hmm. And there's still the reason where they make it. Just rock up and be like, you got some pie? A whole pie of whiskey. They just don't, they don't give you a, the address, so it's impossible to find. But yeah, like, it just said, well, it gives you like a, a little uh, treasure map. It's near Loretto in yeah. Kentucky. You've got a picture. Off your pop. Yeah. Yeah, if you can find it, fucking crack on. Well, I'll make you a pie. <laughs> oh, lovely. Right, let's get this bad boy open. Yeah. And then I think we're going to follow up. We're going to do a few more of the questionies. Yeah. Because we get so many in, we're actually going to make our way through them all. Yeah. But I also do want to discuss one thing I've been getting a lot of uh, chat about. Um, nothing crazy. I like that. It reminds me of a baby bell. It, I was just about to say it's like a cheese wrapper. <laughs> Yeah. So they've got like a little paper strip in there so you can de-wax it way easier yeah, than some of them because some of them you're just fucking battling with it. Off, yeah. But yeah, it literally Look just comes off like a baby bell. <laughs> it's literally baby bell. Oh, I like baby bells. I do as What's well. favourite cheese? I love all cheese. Yeah, but it doesn't like me. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Lactose have you, intolerant. Have you got some lactolase? Yeah. Right. It's still, it's still, uh, I don't have it on me. I carry it in a hip flask. <laughs> I've just got IV IV drip of uh, top like lactase or whatever the fuck they're called. The different brands. That wax isn't coming off, but the lid comes off as a screw. It's not that, a cork. Was that what you were pulling on? Yeah, I was pulling. Like, I didn't think it was a cork. It's a oh, screw. It's a screw lid. Oh, so we've got no cheeky pop to test today. Go on, like, I'll let you do the cheeky pop with you. Oh yeah, that was my that was my right. I just also like to say I've not got my um, brace or cast on my arm anymore. 
but please don't underestimate the severity of what I've gone through just because I'm making it look like it's all right. So torn biceps are a real issue. And a lot of people who messaged me have um, had torn things or getting their MRIs and stuff mm. recently. Yeah. Um, just be really careful with it. Yeah. I know my own body, so I'm allowing it out of the brace as much as possible whilst I'm at home. But if I go out, it's in the brace. Yeah. Like it's in the sling or the brace. So yeah, just because I'm getting a few people messaging me, loads of people do. One dude's torn his pec and shoulder. Another guy did jiu-jitsu, yeah. went um, tournament, ripped his bicep in the, in the tournament. And uh, they still haven't operated on him. He's weak down the line. He's already been in. This is just going to show how fast they were with me and how mm. good they were. Yeah. This dude's been waiting a week and he's not even been scanned yet. And it's like, if you get over two weeks, yeah. the surgery becomes less and less effective mm -hmm. because uh, what happens is when the tendon rips away from the bone, yeah. it obviously shoots up the arm, but then the visceral edges of the tendon begin to harden mm -hmm. because, well. yeah, well, they're not, they're not, no, uh, there's no blood supply going to them because it's ripped away, isn't it? Yeah. It's like that, them crispy bits at the edge of, of bacon when, you, when yeah, it's been in the when fridge a bit too it long. It dries out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That's basically what goes onto your tendon. This does smell delicious. Oh! That's a real didn't do it in front of I the... didn't do it in front of the thing because I, oh. I only got one arm. God. I can't really hold the two. See if it does it again for you. <laughs> you poured it well, dude. <laughs> How did you expect? You just upended it. Don't blame me. You had, you, had, you had the best moments of that pour. That you'll hear that on the mic. That was so gurgly. It that, was. That is the, because it's got such a long neck. That is the best gurgle. It might not have a cheeky pop, but it's got a great gurgle. It does. Yeah, lovely. Didn't even touch I, it actually. I did. It smells really. Ooh. Yeah, it smells kind of. Smell but do you smell, smell the strength on that though. Yeah, it does smell. It smells it's potent. Like a potent brew. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's going to be hot. Is that one? But you can smell kind of all the. It smells really nice. That's yeah. Like, there's something to that. I can't put my finger on it. There's almost like a bit of like. It is that it is that sweetness that you get from a bourbon? You can smell the sweetness, almost the honey kind of. But you can smell the cast of wood in it that. It's like a sweet wood. It smells like a sweet wood. Yeah. They said it's a, the barrels are charred to a a, a level four because there's different out levels of, of char out of five. But is that, so is that a lot of char or a little char? Yeah, What's, that's a good amount of that's char. That's a high that char. Yeah. yeah, that's where their sweet spot is. But um, the the video I was watching there, it literally did like a full kind of tour of the whole process. I went through the barrel making place yeah. um, and all the, the charring and then the raw products because they use... Um, more rye instead of yeah. But if you got more rye, that gives you a bit more of the uh, spice kind of kick yeah, to it. I'm sure probably why it did kick my ass a little bit. There was one, basically one of the things that they normally put in it. They swapped out with something else. Sorry, I'm not more informative, but yeah, it was slightly <laughs> different. Well, um, you've got you've got they've got barley, corn, and rye, don't they? That they make it with like a malt barley, corn, or rye, and the, the so it's it goes. I think it's barley, corn, rye in that order of the hotter it gets, the more they use of of, of in that order. So, but we had it last week when it was more of a rye blend, but it was still really smooth. But yeah. and the heat was a warming, not as not like a kick to heat. Yeah. Whereas I remember this one being a bit of a kicker, but that might be because of the fact it's um, on that charred level yeah. as well. Yeah, it's possibly. Gonna be different. It's going to be a little bit more. Um, I suppose not carbony, but there's going to be a bit more. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a kink. bit more kink. Yeah, yeah. but, but it's, um, it's going to make. Well, think of it: if you barbecue something it's spicy, it gives it an extra oomph, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it like the flavors kind of play yeah. together. With it, they uh, they literally let the guy sample. The, I think they call it white dog, which is basically, and it's like a, the clear alcohol before because it's completely oh, yeah, clear. Yeah. Then it put, gets put in the cask, which gives it its color and a lot of the flavor. Um, and this was at like 
60 odd percent it was quite a high percentage because they they then dilute it using river from their stream river from their stream water from their stream <laughs> yeah that's what i said yeah you fucking heard me you fucking heard me they use fucking rivers from a stream yeah they use rivers they, they reroute the river fucking through the stream and then up the road and that's the, the magic a fucking cross of the stream in the river it's like ghostbusters when they cross their streams yeah. fucking magic fucking just like that. <laughs> yeah Water. water that's what i fucking said yeah yeah you Clear, near pure fucking mountain water so they yeah so they dilute it to the percentage that they want um but anyway the guy had tried it when it was this like white dog so no smoky flavor from the barrel yeah. it literally it just a raw, raw product and he was like it was actually really nice he said really surprised me. he thought it was going to be way it'd be like, a, like a vodka or something like that wouldn't it like yeah it? yeah it's and i think vodka. that's kind of like what more of those uh light whiskies were like they're much lighter in color higher yeah. percentage um, but that's what they were trying to make, like the new trendy kind of thing, which now never caught Don't on really. Yeah. And but apparently, like at the time when whiskies were like leaning towards this direction to try and jazz put, them up, get a, yeah, get a yeah. younger audience. Makers Mark were just what like, else was bigger no, at the time? No, we're just going to do that. No. Well, apparently, then like I think again that was toward. It was after. I'm sure they said it happened in like the 20s and 30s. Um, and then 40s and 50s is when it really started to kick in. I don't know. That was 20, isn't it? Yeah. Or was it just before? Um, Al Capone. Hold on. Hold on. He's going to fucking do it again, I know. I was going to do it again. My God, that's an automatic response. Right. We're now going to try it. No, hang on. You I'm going to tell you what we're going to go on. Mate, bastard. I just breathed that in into my mouth and it's freaking <laughs> bo- booming. I can taste the, oh, really? the fumes. You, but, you. Yeah. It's good to restart me then. I thought I was in trouble for something else, and then I realised the glasses at my mouth. Yeah, uh, oh, that's bad, isn't it? Um, yeah, we're going to talk about some stuff to do with uh, simple questions and things uh, that people keep sending me in. That obviously people still believe, and because we're in this little fitness community, we forget that some people still believe something. So we're going to cover things like um, reducing fat and like your belly and oh, yeah. like problem areas for fat and things like that. I have a couple of chat about that. Just and also want to just uh, supplements a real broad little skim over what you should essentially order because obviously this is your cyber week to be ordering all that stuff. Mm. I thought it'd be a good idea to get you guys just, and then New Year's coming, everyone has the resolutions, they'll start doing stuff and they don't want to order. And we, we'll cover that as well, just briefly. Yeah. Then we're also going to finish off the questions from last week, aren't yes. we? Yes. Right, now let's try this. Chin, chin, sir. Right. I'm telling you now, I remember this. If it's the same one, blew my head off because I took too much. Yep, that's the one. Wow, it's it. Yeah, you can taste the alcohol. It's a smooth alcohol, but it's like uh, it's almost like um, when you take in if you've had mint and then you breathe cold air in. Yeah, it's the same effect, isn't it? You get yeah. that like, that mentally kind of hit. It takes a couple. It took me like a second or two. Yeah, before it kind of kicked in, and then yeah, it is a. There's a not a lot of sweetness to that at all. No, it smells a lot sweeter. But it's quite what's the word what is it it is woody with the and then it's not it's not nasty at all Mm -hmm. but um, it's a little bit on the harsher side isn't it yeah it's definitely on that spicy hotter second second sip's better yes but there's no it's very it's like there's only two levels of it there's the, the kind of the, the 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 sweet kind of but woody taste to it, mm. and then that alcohol overtone. But there's no third. There's no like no depth yeah. on that 
flavor. It's just the two things. So if you like them not being too sweet, it's definitely a sipper and it's warming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. warming. Again, you wouldn't I wouldn't want to drink that in the middle of the day. No, no, definitely not. I think that's another campfire one for me. Yeah. I think that's a nice one to to enjoy by a... We'll see how it campfire. tastes by the time we get down to the bottom once the ice has melted into it a bit as well. Yeah. We'll I, see where it goes. I think that's okay. It's not my favourite, but... They're not that expensive though, is it? It was literally 25 quid. Yeah, like so that, I mean, that, that's good for that money. Yeah. That blows, blows other shit out of the water for that money. De- yeah, definitely. Yeah, because uh, apparently Maker's Mark used to be like a really pricey one and they kind of prided themselves on the fact that they were like three or four times more expensive than other bourbons. Mm. Um, but obviously, times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> when, they're, when they're churning out million, a million barrels at a time. It's get, yeah, your cost price can go down, can't it? Let's get in with the question. First one is, reducing belly fat or problem areas of fat. <clears throat> Lewis, what's your super magic majestic wizard exercise that, that does this you need to wear one of them little prepare, belt. prepare first yourself because when you do this when you say it out loud yeah. you will become a multi-million billionaire okay all right the, the way to, yeah, to reduce belly fat is to get one of those little belts that electrocutes your stomach <laughs> and uh just wear that you don't need to do anything else but do it fasted diet. yeah <laughs> yeah and you gotta rub the gel on first rub as the well. gel on do it fasted and do it for 20 minutes in the morning yeah and, and you believe you have to truly yeah. believe you have to visualize the abs. If, if, visualize the fat melting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the real answer <laughs> can't be yeah. fucking done. Nope. We all, you all, we all have different spots. We're all genetically. So obviously, we all have our areas. So for me, it's like my lower back, mm-hmm. around the back, mm-hmm. not so much around the sides. Although when I do go for when he, before, obviously over time as well, what will happen is your body, if you keep training and your diet says consistent and you control it and you gain and you cut and you gain and you cut well each time and you don't crash diet or crash gain or dirty gain even yeah and um, your body will look better over time and tighter as your muscle development muscle uh, maturity gets better over time your muscle gets denser and people did used to say that you can't redistribute fat i completely disagree with this because i have dieted down to show level and then come back up mm-hmm. and had fat areas not go back on like on my triceps it just didn't go back on there afterwards they stayed feathered even into heavy gains yeah so um, no i've seen that with a few people they've said like does some they get to certain levels of leanness and then it will just it just you have to come out controlled though from a diet phase this but anyway let's get back to the bit before we tangent too far you cannot spot reduce fat it doesn't happen think about it what hand are you right or left right same with me our right side is not skinnier than our left side, and we use it probably 10 times more. Yeah. So if if spot fat reduction was a thing, yeah, whatever side you use, you leaner than the other. one side, yeah, leaner than the other. It just doesn't happen. Your body, everything your body does is within a balance. You can't trick it. You can't outsmart it. It will, it will counter everything you do unless you fuck with hormones, yeah. in which case you're basically adding nitrous into the system, mm. you know. Um, so your body will lose fat equally everywhere. Now people are going to be like, but Mr. Lewis and Lex, when I lose fat, it goes from my face first and not my belly. Explain to the people why that is. Because you're training your face. Because <laughs> you talk too much. You join in the gym. Just like in general, people think that they're going to be able to to target a certain muscle group. Like Actually, I had this exact conversation with somebody yes, was it yesterday. Yeah, and she was unable to wrap her head around the fact that you can train a muscle in an area, and the muscle grows, but you train a muscle in an area, but the fat doesn't come off from that area. She just like couldn't 
understand the... Just wouldn't grasp it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I kind of I kind of get it because yeah, yeah, people it, not understanding the mechanisms of how you lose fat and how yeah. you build muscle. But, yeah, it's... I just can't believe that that's Much such a misconception. Well, the big thing is muscle and fat are two completely different biological entities. There, here's a here's a thing as well. People, well, no, we'll get onto that. Remind me to say what's the thing you're going to say before and just remind me butter and meat. Okay. okay. Um, so the reason you would lose weight more on your face first than maybe on your gut is because your face holds less fat genetically mm. around your skull. There's less fat there in all most humans yeah. other than the odd prop. Yeah. your rugby team that you all know <laughs> um so what happens is is you lose fat evenly as a percentage over your whole body but you're going to notice say if you lose five percent of your whole body you're going to l- notice five percent from an area that holds less fat than five mm. percent in an area that holds more fat because it's just going to be more noticeable for a simple fact like if i have you know two cubes of sugar on my left hand side and a hundred cubes of sugar on my right hand side uh, losing 50% from the left-hand side leaves me with one cube. Mm-hmm. Losing 50% still leaves me with a pile on the right-hand side. So yeah. you're going to think, well, that's lost more than left. Yeah. We, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's the a stupidest way of visualizing it. Yeah. But <clears throat> basically, your body will lose it evenly everywhere. Now, everyone has stubborn parts. And if you've been say, fat for a long time as well... I don't well, think it does lose it. Like, it's like saying you lose it evenly, that's definitely simplified. It, it wouldn't be like exactly the same. No, no, no. And you no. are going to still have those stubborn areas sometimes when, and people will notice... Not all the time, but normally the places that the fat go- goes to first is often the places where it comes off last. Yes. The, you know, but like but that, again, that's just because there's more in that area. Yeah. So it's a, that's the last place to get through to the leanness of the rest of the yeah. body. Um, but there, I mean, there are other... This is this is simplifying it right down to the base level. But if you, if you imagine the body will just lose fat even through the whole body as a percentage, you'll lose 10% from everywhere. Now, areas are less... The fat that you hold genetically in those areas will look leaner faster. You just have to keep pushing through. And the way you do that is with a consistent calorie deficit diet that is catered towards supporting muscle mass. And that means having an adequate amount of protein every day. And now I'm going to give you real basic numbers. If you're a female, aim for somewhere between 135 to 150 grams of protein a day. If you're a male, aim anywhere from 150 to 200. You, if you hit 180 as a male, you're golden pretty much. Yeah. Even if you're a big boy. Yeah. I've, I've got away with less than that in the past, and I definitely think there is um like you can't unless you're shitting yourself regularly. Yeah. Like there's not necessarily any negatives from pushing that number a little bit higher, especially if you are in a calorie deficit. Is it's probably even yeah. more important to get those get that protein a little bit higher. You just want to give your body as much potential to hold on to that muscle um, because obviously the last thing you want to do but is it, like your body works on signals muscle mass if you're providing your body with high protein and then you can either go low carb higher fat or you can go higher carb lower fat you can't go high carb high fat yeah. and you definitely don't want to go low carb low fat because yeah. then what you're doing is taking the batteries out of the toy it just won't run yeah. your body will shut down mm-hmm. you have to feed weight loss and i know that sounds counterintuitive but the idea of dieting is to eat as much as possible while still losing weight yeah that is the goal yeah. so you only ever need to be i don't people say 500 calories below your base yeah. i don't do that what i do is i'll go 300 below yeah, and just two. start my cardio and see how it feels and then i'll just wait until there's a plateau point and we'll discuss how you go through plateaus and, and how you monitor your weight after this in a second and then i'll adjust then but you weighing yourself day to day doesn't isn't isn't the way to go about it and we'll cover that as well but so what you're looking to do is have a consistent daily deficit akin to your 
activity level. Now, if you don't, if you reduce your activity activity levels over time, you have to adjust your diet. Mm-hmm. That, so it's, it all plays in with one another. So your lifestyle, everything that goes like that. And but the longer you do this, and and the better you get at it, the better your body will adapt to it as well. Yeah. So say you've been in a really good shape for a long time, and then you get fat, you'll get back into shape pretty damn quick because yeah. you've. Well, you have what you call muscle memory. Now, this isn't a real thing. Like, your muscles don't, don't sit around making notes. Oh, I forgot about that. But what happens is, as you get fitter, as you develop more <clears> muscle, <throat> um, you create more satellite cells on, on in, within the muscle tissue. And their job is to shuttle the glycogen into the muscles, help you build and refuel and shuttle nutrients in there. Now, if you lose all your muscle or you get fat and stop training or whatever, those satellite cells do not go away. They still remain from when they're created. Jesus, look, fruit fly. He's a ninja. I can't get him. Oh, he's over there now. He's fucked oh, off. Buggers. They come from the. That's been on the plant that has. It's on the. It's on the plants. That's I got them off one and they moved to another Tree one. Burning. I don't know what they the plants. <laughs> we'll film it and send yeah. it to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell was the thing? For the fruit fly room, I train of thought. Um, satellite cells. Oh, so the satellite cells. Yeah, the more you train, the fit you get. The more of these, and the, the more muscle you develop, the more of these satellite cells you create, and they never dissipate. Which is, they, they never. Um, What's the word? They they can they just dissipate the wrong word. That was me. Is that they just spread around? Yeah, uh, they they never degenerate. They don't they don't they deteriorate. Stay, they don't yeah. disappear. They don't. Uh, so what happens is is the moment you start training again, eating properly, the fuel supply for your muscles to get back into shape quickly is already there. That mm-hmm. you've opened the gates for the nutrients and and everything to to get straight back into the muscle and help it grow again. That is the most basic way of describing it. Um, so over time, you get your body becomes more efficient, and that's why you look better over time. And if you control your diet and don't, you, another thing is is to not look at dieting as an eight week thing. So anything you see that's like twelve weeks this, eight weeks that, secret tea this, mm. super belt that, load of shite. Day to day consistencies of just being in a calorie deficit that is where you're eating as much as you can while still losing weight. Now, yeah, it's the it's the accumulation over time, isn't it? And and obviously it depends on where your starting point is. Yes, you could get relatively lean in eight weeks, 12 weeks, yep. if you're already starting off kind of lean. Yeah. But, and even if you're not, you can still drop a lot, but are you doing it in a healthy, maintainable way. way? Probably not. You you know, Because you're not going to be able to maintain that same diet for the, the other 40 weeks of the yeah. year. So you're going to inevitably rebound out of it. Yeah. And it's, anyway, it's Slow just not the best way. Slow, the always. I used to, for show. I used to take 20 to 25 weeks really slow dieting and it never got hard until like the last three weeks. Yeah. And that's when you started to do the more extreme grind to really pull bits in because you're going to that extreme level. Mm. But up until like the, I'd say five weeks out, didn't even get real brain fluff or nothing. It was just nice. You just ease your way in. Training stayed high. Everything, weights kept going up. There was progression through dieting. Whereas there was an old school theory of dieting is hell. Yeah. And if it's not, I remember Jay Cutler said a saying, um, unless you feel like death when you're stepping on stage, you haven't (laughs) done it hard enough. Yeah. And I was just like, that is... I looked at it at the time and was like, yeah, bodybuilding. Because that was the thing, you know, oh. yeah, hardcore, ooh, grumpy in the gym, dieting to look great, but you're an asshole and you yeah. sleep everywhere and you fall asleep at any moment you sat down. Yeah. Um, it's just nonsense. You shouldn't be like that. No. Like, dieting should be a healthy thing. Right. Well, you know, right, uh, up until the last few weeks, pretty much. When you got, even going for a show, even up until the last few weeks, I, I did it macros wise. I was still having barbecues, eating sausages and white bread and shit. That's how I started my YouTube career. Yeah. because I was well, a week out from a show having a barbecue with white bread, ketchup and sausages and yeah. people were just like bullshit yeah. and I ate it on camera and they were like, no. Yeah, but that's it though. That's the, the beauty of it. 
if it fits your macros. But alongside that, I was doing egg white porridge with protein chucked in it, and you know That's everything it. was weighed to within a gram. People like because I think that the. the same as everything, the fucking table swung one way and everyone was just like, oh, once they realised if it fits your, fit your macros, worked. So then people were just fucking eating ice cream and whatever and then they were not realising that no, it's not just your macros that you've got to pay attention to. You've got to get your micronutrients in as yeah. well as that. And, uh, and you have to have it so it's balanced so that you're not crashing through the day with sugar highs and sugar lows. Yeah. So your energy for your workouts, so you're not getting moody. Yeah. It basically meant that like, you are allowed to save a little bit of calories in the tank for something that's nice. Yeah. That's f- completely or, fine. Yeah, just during the day you were out somewhere, you thought, I really want this, or on a day you're craving something, you yeah. can have it as long as you're willing to burn the, the macros on it. Yeah, or, or pay for it the day do. after. I, like I would do. I would sacrifice eight grams of fat a day to have Synthesix peanut caramel protein in mm. my porridge. Yeah. And that was a lot of fat for me to sacrifice because at the time I was only on around 55 grams. Yeah. So, yeah. Get that fruit flag. Get it. Get it. I believe in you. Yes. No. Oh, did you... Where is this motherfucker? Oh my ninja? god, he's an absolute ninja. Oh god. That dude's on caffeine. He has snorted some caffeine. I don't he know is, how he's done that. He's toying with us, fucker. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, the main thing I want to take away from that is: so all you need to do to start losing fat is get your basic level of calories that you think you need a day, and you can go on. Uh, there's some really good online calculators that people can use. Give you a baseline. Just to give you a ballpark to get in. That's all you need. Because from there, what you're going to do, um, I've given you, you can break your macros down like this as well. You can do, oh, well, here's here's the thing. I prefer high fat. Mm-hmm. So I would go high protein, high fat, lower carb. That would be my option. So my percentage breakdown, if you want to go that way, would be, I think I had it as 20 car- 20% carbs, mm-hmm. 30% fat, Thirty uh, percent protein and fifty percent fat, mm-hmm. so it's quite high on the fat. Um, but that would still give me an adequate one hundred and eighty grams of protein. Yeah. Or if it wouldn't, I'd just bump that up and obviously take away what was necessary and jiggle it around. Yeah. Um, I'm the other way around. I normally go I go high carb. See, I would find I can't function on on low carbs. Yeah, you see, I find that if I go higher carb and lower fat, I have real crash points during the day. Really? Yeah, real highs and lows. Whereas the fat's so satiating and slower to break down as well. Once you get in the rhythm of it after about two weeks, yeah. your brain doesn't go weird. You don't get mood swings. You're much happier. People genuinely noticed it in me when I switched to high I, fat. I think it's, I've never given it a fair chance at like an extended period of time. But for me, it's more, it's just easy. For me, it's easier to do because a lot of the food that I enjoy is carb, really? carb-based. Really, carb See, I find the high-fat approach easier when you're going out to eat as well because you can remove carbs from a meal real yes, easy. Yeah. Fat's a motherfucker to get out. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. But again, like 95% of, of the time, I'm not eating out. Even even on my on, on my low-carb days, uh, on low-carb, not low-carb days, sorry, even when I, was do, when I do high-fat, low-carb, my carbs are still around like 150. Mm-hmm. So it's, not, it's not like dog not, shit. It's yeah. not dog shit. Not talking 50 grams or yeah. anything which is crazy. Yeah. But um, the main thing is you want a high-protein diet, that, but you need to monitor your diet. This is the big thing. You can't just piss into the wind no. and expect it to my be... My fitness um, pal is your friend. My fitness pal. Oh, fucking... Get. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you got it. Yes. We got it. I really felt my arm. <laughs> worth it. Worth I've just it. took the voice. Did you see how again. I clapped then? I deliberately bent my arm up and was like, Nyeh. I clapped like Louis from freaking, what is it called? X Factor. This stupid seal clap. Nah. That guy's definitely a pedo. Anyway, 
Um, <laughs> most of the nation went, yes, definitely. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that is the best way to do it. So high protein, I, uh, your choice whether you want to go moderate fat and carb, low carb, high fat, or high carb, low fat. You have to play and see. But I would say give yourself at least three weeks, whichever way you choose to do it, because mm-hmm. you have to see how it fares with your lifestyle, work, and all that jazz. Yeah. Now, the weighing yourself, or do you want to say anything else on that? Well, yeah, well, all I was going to say is, obviously, we, we spoke about the importance of the macronutrients and the breakdown of it, but that's not necessarily what the mechanism of losing the fat is. That's not how you lose fat. That's how you maintain enough muscle mass and function on a daily basis. The mechanism that's going to actually get you to drop fat is the calories. Yes. That's the, that's the crucial thing. And for people that don't know what a calorie is, people have heard of calories, everyone's heard of calories, but it's a unit of measurement for energy. Um, so you put calories in by putting stuff in your face, food, you put calories out by existing as a person, by exercising, by thinking, there's lots of things that kind of burn, basically all of your body, bodily functions expend calories. So you'll have a base level for calories to just sit, live and breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then obviously on top of that, you've got movement, work training and everything yeah so the huge, more you do the more your food allowance you get yeah exactly a huge um, amount of your daily calories is, is expended just via your brain just like brain function mm. that that consumes a, a quite a, a lot of calories um not necessarily to the point where you can just think really hard and you're going to get shredded <laughs> um, unfortunately because the obviously we are cognitive throughout the day no matter no matter what like unless you aren't because you're in a coma maybe yeah maybe um but but yeah so like just because you're thinking more or you're you you know it's not gonna make much of a noticeable difference ignore that but just move on let's go it's moving yeah Yeah, moving moving, exercising your daily like your daily movement as well your step count all that kind of stuff is fucking crucial yeah and start simple so with your movement start simple just move more Mm-hmm. just move more eat less that will make you lose weight and if you say it doesn't work because you're still eating too much and moving too little yeah if you if you can't add up these two numbers because that's literally if you wanted to really simplify it the the calories that go in the energy that goes into your body versus the energy that goes out of your body and in terms of like how do i work out what the energy that's going out of my body is because that's hard because every day is slightly yeah. different even if you spent two days back to back in bed and then some had had a machine that would calculate exactly your calories. They'd still be a bit different, yeah. Because there's too many too many yeah. variables to have something exactly maybe the same. Maybe had have on full screen. Maybe only had it on small screen. There's exactly. Be a difference. Exactly. Um, one of the ways that I kind of do recommend people use is basically to weigh themselves on a daily basis if you can be asked, and then work out the average. So this is so where we're add them together. To next, yeah. Add them together. To- divide them up. So if you did it seven days a week. Weigh yourself every single day, divide it by seven. That is your average weight for, for that week. week. And that is the biggest important factor. Day-to-day weight, it's not that it doesn't matter. It's the fact that it only matters towards your average. You're going to fluctuate day-to-day, especially if you're at a bigger starting point. You've got a lot of weight to lose. Yeah. Because you, if you're a bigger human being as well, you're going to have more water retention. Mm-hmm. If you don't hydrate one day, you're going to fluctuate up to five pounds easy. Yeah. Women as well, time of month, Ta- that, yeah, can, hormonal, that can play massively. Stress. Uh, These all play a factor, which is why the average of a week is more important than day-to-day. Day-to-day will drive you insane and make you want to kill yourself <laughs> or make you feel like you've done a really hard day and then you'll go and weigh yourself the next morning and you'll have gone up. And yeah. as a woman or, or a man, maybe, I don't know, but I know women suffer because I think women have a more negative um, relationship with scales than men because it's being drilled into them harder over the decades of, of weighing a certain amount. Whereas I don't think men have really had that issue. No, and with I do men, think... Men, weight's only been up. 
No, yeah, and I do think women have these more acute differences in weight that because of the period and things yeah. like that, and it and it can be huge these differences, yes. and it really fucks with people because and especially visual as well for women yeah. when they're on the period because they get bloating and water retention. Yeah, so Guys, these are all things. This don't have that. Averages take away all of this like bullshit, and they give you a realistic look at where you're at. So your seven day average versus seven day average is what you do. So you take your seven days and then you carry on and then you measure it against your next seven days. Has your weight gone up on the average compared to the last average or not? Has it gone down? If it's gone down, you're doing everything right and you just carry on. Yeah. Don't change shit. Yeah. Sometimes you can literally stagnate for several weeks at a time and your weight's like kind of plateaued. Keep plugging away. If, if maybe you, if you've gone more than three weeks, I would imagine then, yes, you might need to up your energy expenditure or reduce your calories but sometimes you can literally have two weeks of being in a deficit and your weight's not moving in the direction you want it to it's either stagnated or up and down there's reasons for that as well so i think we're jumping ahead a bit there so so you're on your you're on your seven day averages and you're weighing those if if you're trying to lose weight and your weight drops your average reduces from one to the other, then you just keep going the same. Nothing changes. If it plateaus, stays the same or goes up, Mm -hmm. then you adjust. Now you either adjust more activity or less calories, not both. Don't throw everything you've got in your rucksack of safety into the wind straight away. You don't throw all your playing cards on the table at once. You just do little by little and chip away, chip away, which is why I don't like the stringentness of an eight week, 10 week, 12 week thing, because it makes people stress about time. Timelines on, you let your body do what it's gonna do as it does it, and that will give you the most successful result. Mm -hmm. Now, as well, if you haven't dropped weight, you haven't wasted your time. You have still moved more. You still put an effort in. You've still made a conscious effort towards getting healthier yeah. and getting fitter. And that is a benefit. You've also maybe just held a bit more water because now you start training, especially through the first four weeks, you're going to start retaining more glycogen because you're now physically working more. So the food which you take in, you can actually keep more of the glycogen within the muscle from that food. And that in itself is going to make you weigh more because you're going to hold more water. Because for every um, gram of glu- glycogen you hold, or glucose, is it glucose or glycogen? The active glucose. form is glycogen. Glucose is a stored form. Yeah. So every, for every gram of glucose or mill of glucose, I don't know which way they measure it. Do they measure it in grams? Um, glucose would be, I imagine it would be in mills, mills wouldn't yeah. it? For every, well, anyway, basically it's one, for, one for one. Every mill or gram of glucose, you're going to hold a mill of water because mm-hmm. that's how we store it. it. It's actually attached to water yeah. molecules. So um, you pull that into the muscle as well, which creatine is another thing. If you start taking creatine, creatine again makes you hold more water because it pulls more water into the muscle. Yeah. So all these are factors. So not only does the scale matter, the mirrors matter, measurements matter. So you need to be looking at yourself in the mirror. How do I look? Do I look better? Do I feel better? Wait and, and measure yourself around your major points yeah. that you're, you know, hips, waist, chest, arms. I definitely think to literally be on the on the safe side, if you can consistently do something for a month and that is consistently weighing yourself, consistently tracking macros after like four weeks, that's a that's a perfect time then to be like, okay, do I need to readjust? If you if you haven't moved in the direction by four weeks, that's when you know, okay, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. If it's not been four weeks, if it's been three weeks and things still aren't moving as you are, stay the score, stay the course, carry on going. Something would have moved though. Yeah, you'll, in, you'll in see those some weeks, You should see some positivity, whether it's more energy level, um, feeling feeling and looking tighter. I'm talking about in terms of like their measurement, they're like their the, you know the the scales but haven't. That's adjusted. what I'm saying. So if you've got scale measurement and mirror, yeah. if one of them's going in the right direction, you go you're golden. 
don't worry about it too much. Um, because you're going to have these <clears throat> Photos are great huge well. fluctuations. Yes. Crucial. I always forget to do that. And that yeah. is a real good one because it removes your mind's eye from, from it. Yeah, you, you see yourself... Probably, I would imagine, every single day, and eight hundred times a day. If you're losing, if you're trying to lose weight, as well, because people overanalyze themselves yeah. like fucking. That's another thing. Yeah. Don't get mirror blindness. Stay the fuck away from just grinding and looking at yourself in the mirror every fucking hour. Every you know, just is there anything? Is there anything? Especially do early on, it like, crazy. I, re I remember when I first started training because I was a skinny kid when I first started training, and I remember like getting home after training. I'd walk back, and it was it was like a really snowy day. And I was walking back in a t-shirt because I was fucking hard as nails. Yeah. And uh, and I, and I got home and I went to the toilet to have a shit because I'd had some protein <laughs> at the gym, which obviously made me nearly shit myself because yeah. at this point I didn't realise how bad my lactose intolerance was when I was oh, of 16. Of course, you got double whammies because yeah. which protein was, does uh, will make you the first week or so of having it will make you shit, yeah. but yeah. then that stops. So yeah. <laughs> myoplex my it was. And um, I and anyway, I remember that. And then, and I remember like looking in the mirror, and I was like flexing. And I remember when I saw the first bit of a dip between my shoulder my shoulder and bicep, yeah. because before my arm was just a straight a line. <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit, that wasn't there before. When did that yeah. come up?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, exciting. Yeah, it is. It's really fun. Um, but also, that happens. But it's rare that you'll get those like moments where you see a noticeable change. A lot of the time, you'll look in the mirror and think, "I look exactly the same." Until your friend who hasn't seen you for three weeks yes. sees you and then goes, oh, you're looking good. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, the manager of the gym, Liam, so he he had done a bit of training, but he mainly, like, he's my brother-in-law, he has experience in management, but really wanted to get into the, the gym as also a way to help him get in shape. And he has, he's lost loads of weight, he's got loads stronger. Just in general, his fitness is way better. And um, he actually went to one of his friend's it might have been baby shower or something like that the other day. People he hadn't seen for a while. Yeah, and they were all people when he used to be a manager at a game in Bullring. And a well-known fitness spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, you know, and, and most there was a couple of guys that lifted there, but most of them didn't lift at all. Yeah. And then literally he said, like, one of the guys came up to him and then just, like, poked him. Poked him. Yeah, literally <laughs> poked his chest and poked his arm and was just like, Ooh, <laughs> you've been what training. Well yeah, done that and, then, and uh, yeah, and he said it was great. It's like you know, people really were complimenting him, and he was like, and he felt like he had he'd made some great progress at the start, but things obviously as they do, they slow yeah, down. Yeah, it's not linear. And um, yeah, and it, and it took that for for him to really get like that nice little confidence boost yeah. again. That's how it happens. You do need it. Haven't seen you for a while, and that's kind of what photos do. You yes. you forget where you were at. You yes. you see yourself every day, small little changes. And yeah, unless you are able to be like, oh, this is what I looked like last mm. month. Holy shit, that's a massive difference. I didn't yeah. realize that. Worth with him. Well worth weekly photos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weekly photos. So you've got your three mechanisms. You've got your three ones there to, to follow. And you should be doing all these. And so don't, just weigh yourself in the morning, note it and move the fuck on. Yeah, it's not, don't, it doesn't matter It doesn't what it dictate is. your day. It doesn't dictate your week, what that number is. All we care about is the average and whether the average versus the next average goes up or down. And then we adjust from there. I've got one last kind of thing to touch on because like your body is looking for homeostasis. It's looking to level out. That's kind yeah. of what it wants to do. That's so what we talked about before with the balance, homeostasis. Yeah. That's what it is. When, yeah. when you're throwing everything at it, when you're dropping your calories drastically when you're doing loads of cardio to up it massively. Yes, you'll make some great progress at the start, but your body's always looking to level out. So yeah. at one point or another, fairly quickly, actually surprisingly quickly, that's going to that's gonna level out. And you go, like, oh shit, I don't want to take my calories any lower because I've already yeah. dropped them and to 1,500. I don't want to run anymore. And I don't want to do more time. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do more cardio. Your body really does look for homeostasis, but 
Fortunately, it also works on the inverse as well. I've got a client right now. He's a, he's an old friend of mine. Uh, I don't really look after many clients, but um, Guy. And initially, so he had never trained in his entire life. Um, he's been with us just under a year. And he started off just wanting to build a bit of muscle, not have aches and pains just from his day job of like being sat at a desk all yeah. the time. Um, just look better and needed to drop some body fat. So we started off just built. I didn't get him to track his calories at all at the start. Literally just got kind him into training, training. Yeah. and the, the weight started coming off him. And then when that started to slow down, then we got him tracking his calories. Um, and the, the lowest calories I had him on was 2,200. Yeah. Um, and then about probably six to eight weeks ago, we basically are now transitioning to a like a kind of a mass gaining phase now. Um, and I've been up in his calories quite consistently to the point now where we're a thousand calories up and he's gained half a kilo. <laughs> yeah, that's he, cool though, because it's firing up the, it's a weird thing that, yeah. but you, what happens is, is because the body's now adapted to the fitness and in that deficit, it's now just taking in those calories like a motherfucker because yeah. he's upped his metabolism. Yeah, and he's getting stronger. I'm assuming you've, you've not gone bang straight in the way in. What you've done is edging back up in calories. Yeah, literally will do. And what that does is edging the metabolism up with it, especially yeah. if it's damaged before from being flatlined from not doing anything. Yeah. So if he's, if he's like a fresh, fresh baby metabolism, yeah. oh, it'll just fly right up. Yeah, it was literally like about 200, I think it was about 200 calories, then left it a couple of weeks. That's His weight hadn't moved. Yeah. 200 See, calories. Most people a will jump weeks. 500 calories yeah. a week to go up and up and wonder why they start getting fat. Yeah, but he doesn't need that much. Literally, as of this week, he's at 3,200 calories and he's not gained. See, if you can get like, him sat, he's gained at 0.4 of a kilo. I think he's exactly what he's gained. Yeah. If you get him sat at three and a half as his baseline, yeah. that's a real comfortable yeah. level to be yeah. at. Yeah. And like he's noticed the performance in the gym. Like he's, he's hitting new numbers that he's not hit before yeah. because he's got this surplus of calories now, get more nutrients in. He's still hitting a minimum of 180 grams of protein a day. Day. um but now he's also like he's really enjoying it because he said it's just a brilliant problem to have yeah and he still hits his kind of his macros that he needs and i am relatively lax with him because he's just like if at the end of the day if he's got calories you're just like i'll have a slice of cake yeah of course because you can yeah because yeah, you yeah. can it fits in his calories yeah so it doesn't matter um so yeah we, you know it that's and the more he lifts if he's hitting PRs, he's developing new muscle which in itself requires more calories to be sustained so that's why his calories are going up but he's not gaining tons and tons of, of, of weight. It's just what happens is the muscles are just filling out. Yeah, and out. I, I said to him, I was like, at some point you're going to be hitting 4,000 calories. And he's like, nah. You're 100%, like, yeah, 100%. You will. You You'll will. have to. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I've been at 5,000 at some point. So <laughs> I was just like, you will definitely be hitting 4,000 calories. And that's that's one of the biggest things is, is developing your metabolism over time. So if you crash diet, and like Lou said, it's homeostasis. Mm. Like you said that. Um, that is what the body looks like. That's the balance of the body. And it will do that for everything. But what happens is if you crash diet, this is a big thing people think, you can look at the fridge and you can see there's a fridge and you know there's a fridge and your consciousness knows there's food in the fridge. Your body is not your consciousness. Your body is its own functioning little being mm. that has not got eyes or a sense of knowing what food is in the house or near you. Yeah. So if you suddenly crash diet, all you're telling your body information-wise, signal-wise is, we're starving. Mm -hmm. So it goes, cool, I'll shut shit down so you don't die. Yeah. And what the, and what's the best source of energy for a body to hold on to? What, in terms of muscle mass? Uh, no, the what? best source to hold on to in starvation mode. Fat. Oh, yeah. Just because keep one, fat. one gram of fat is nine calories. Yeah. One gram of muscle, mm. four. Yeah. One gram of carb, four. So it starts to chew up muscle yes. to get <clears throat> glycogen 
breaks your muscles down to amino acids and breaks those down into glycogen. That's when it's into full starvation. Yeah, mode. I'll get you. Yeah. So then it, what it does is hold on to fat, which is why you see a lot of girls who don't eat a lot of food and they're, they're like maybe a size eight in a dress, but you look like you put your finger right through them because yeah, you've got the muscle soft. mass of a two-year-old. Yes. So And that, what happens <clears> then <throat> is they start eating and suddenly get <laughs> real fat because they've got no muscle mass to absorb the calories. So yes. it just goes into fat. That's always a crucial thing as well. Like people people think about when it comes to losing fat, it's just, oh, do cardio, do cardio. So if you're not doing resistant training, you are going to be atrophying your muscles. So big one to severely. say. Yeah. Um, ladies, gentlemen, if you're to pick one thing over cardio or resistance training, it's resistance training. Mm -hmm. You will actually burn more fat over time doing resistance training than you will cardio. You'll also develop muscle from the resistance training, which ladies doesn't make you massive. You do not have the hormonal capacity to develop masses of muscle. You don't have the testosterone to support it. Yeah, you could weight train until you're purple in the face and shitting yourself. You're not going to get hunker tanked unless yeah. you start taking testosterone so don't worry about that lift weights get toned you know what toned is muscle yeah i've been training in 13 years and i'm still not big i know what i know they say it like it's a problem i yeah. don't want to get too big oh yeah because fucking problem that is yeah you know, do you remember those times Lou, when you trained for a couple of weeks and got too big oh, i hate and you when to I just get back too off big. Yeah. Fucking so annoying. it's a pain isn't it that balance between too big and yeah, all right especially when i've got Basically, no testosterone in my system because I'm a woman. <laughs> Such a nightmare. So, please, uh, ladies, hit the weights and hit them hard. Hit them and hit them where you're not going to get massive. You're going to get tight and you're going to look good. Yeah, 100%. That and is, you that burn is fat crucial. From, you've burned fat from resistance training. As well, objectively, if you're somebody coming into the gym for the first time, or you're new, you are objectively weak. You're a weak person, muscular-wise. Yep. So the worst thing to do is then go and burn more muscle because then you're going to become even weaker. Yeah, from cardio. So, cardio yeah. will burn. If, if your diet's not supportive of muscle, it's going to chew it. Yeah, yeah. So, and your, like your so. muscle needs some form of stimulus to hold on to it because why would your body hold well, on to again, muscle your mu if your it's body not being trained? Your body doesn't know you're going into a gym to train. Yeah. All it knows is you're now running or walking more and still eating too little. So again, oh, now we're starving and we're on the move. I tell you what, we'll shut our metabolism down even harder and hold into those fat stores even harder, yeah. which creates stubborn fat stores, which creates cellulite, more for women especially especially if you're underhydrated and things like that um everything that everything that fills you out like muscle and plumps out pushes against the skin is going to reduce all of those factors yeah. they're going to make you look better overall and um one of the big things to notice is that more women now are starting to train with the weights oh God, yeah, and how one. many more women are starting to look so much more feminine and mm -hmm. better in in their in the, what you're seeing on social media yeah. and all these girls lift and yet they're curvy and and firm that's the thing curvy and firm they're not curvy because they're in a set of spanks that's shaping them mm -hmm. and there are still people like that fuck those people like don't do work by this shit no fuck you guys mm. like it takes time but the longer you do anything the more your body will adapt and the harder it will be to lose it that's what i want you guys to know if you put the time in you put the months and the years in it will take you months and years to lose it mm. not days and weeks so where did we get up to in before we confuse people? So we got into your averages of taking your daily weight. We told you you need your resistance training. The resistance training will actually burn fat up to I think it's I think it's up to like seven or eight hours yeah, post training. Hours. Whereas I don't cardio know if that's true, but yeah, I'm no, sure that used to be a because, thing. Because well like eight hours. It, it is true if you incorporate the fact that it's repairing the muscle and utilizing the fat stores if you're in a deficit to help repair yeah. for the energy, blah, blah blah. But cardio only burns fat literally up to about an hour after you finish doing it. Once yeah. your blood the blood lipid levels reduce that's it done yeah um so resistance training over cardio all day long but obviously cardio is a tool calories are a tool 
and those are the things that you adjust. Now, if you adjust your card cardio, you don't adjust your calories. If you adjust your calories, you don't adjust your cardio. And that's how it works. And it's like a step system. It's not a linear line. It's not a straight line. You want to just step your way down or step your way up, depending on what your goal is, whether it's gain or loss. Yeah. And the big thing is, one week your weight doesn't drop. doesn't fucking matter. You still put a week in, and I guarantee there's still being positives from that. The fucking scales are not God. Yeah, if you've been there and you've been training then that's a bonus. There have been results, yeah. whether yeah. you can see you on the scale or not. You might, you might get, yeah, a lot of women especially who start weight training will see a weight gain on the scales and that yeah. can be very, very disheartening. Yeah. Um, even guys who haven't trained will see a weight gain at the beginning and that's water retention, glycogen retention and within about four or five weeks, also muscle development. And so don't be afraid of that and that's why you also have the mirror and the measurements alongside you so that you can see because at the end of the day you can have two people side by side that look identical and we've done this with me and Lou mm. and are completely different weights yeah completely yeah. Completely different weights so if you're a girl it's all about what size you're fitting into what your measurements are if you're a guy it's all about the same thing what size t-shirt is what PRs are you hitting all that well same with the girls with PRs yeah. but you know just it's in terms of what performance guys performance as well for. that's something very yeah. important to track um, so yeah, you, that's the thing with the, the fat loss from specific areas. You yeah. can't do it, but what you can do is get in great shape overall by doing the one thing that you would do to get rid of the hard spot anyway. Yeah. <sighs> There's so much more we could talk about on that. And, it's uh, huge. It, but those are the basics. The basics that people need to fucking know. Oh, and one more thing, the meat and the butter. Oh yeah, meat and butter. Sorry, I forgot that. You cannot, now listen motherfuckers, cannot turn muscle into fat oh God. they coexist within the body if you could turn one into the other they would merge together in a mutant mess and you'd be a blob on the floor saying you can turn muscle into fat is like saying you could turn butter into bacon yeah you fucking idiots yeah it doesn't work that way butter steak you make me a steak out of butter i will give you free blowjobs for the rest of your life try <laughs> So you can't do that. What you do is you're burning fat off to replace it with muscle because you're going training mm -hmm. and getting your body into a different state yeah, I of adaption. I, I haven't heard that one for a long time, to I be got fair. it literally today. Really? How do, I'm not feeling great about myself. How could I turn fat into muscle? And it's just a philosophy that some people genuinely believe is a possible. Oh, the other thing is um, when people, yeah, you do all that weights now, don't you? You look good now. Yeah. But when you stop, that just turn to fat. That's like saying, cool, yeah. so steak just turns to butter then, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, if you leave that steak Same on the thing. side. Yeah, it just turns to butter. Like logic, people. No, it doesn't turn to fat. What happens is, is you'll get guys that train and train and train and they're eating 4,000 calories a day and yeah. stop training but keep consuming 4,000 calories a day and mm -hmm. get fat. Nothing turns too fat. They just The muscle deteriorates because they're not keeping it. Often when people like do have that, they still actually keep a good amount of muscle mass. Well, if they, they don't if lose they're it. In a, if they're in a, they just in put a fat on top because they're yeah. not burning as many calories. So now they're in a, a greater calorie excess. So the reason that you don't go in a massive excess when you go on a gain and you only go up 200 calories a time is because if you go over more than you need to just help your muscle be progressive, then it's just excessive calories that have nowhere to go and will be stored Stop as fat. Right. It's the only way your body can deal with it. So you only, again... Gaining is kind of the opposite. You only want to eat as much as necessary to grow a little bit mm -hmm. rather than eat excess and just hope that you grow from using some of it. Yeah, assuming Where, assuming that the primary goal is purely muscle yeah. gain, not So weight loss is the goal is to eat as much as possible whilst still losing weight. Weight gain, the goal is to eat as, as little more than you need, mm -hmm. but enough to keep you growing. Yeah. 
as bad English, but yeah. you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I'll get it. Eat as little as possible to keep as little as possible above where you are each time. Yeah. To see progression in a positive way. Yeah, keep the surplus or the deficit as um, minimal as possible to be moving in the direction that you want to. Yes, and yeah. that is dictated by mirror measurements, average of your weekly weigh-ins. Yeah. I think we've. I think, we've I think if, you, if you've got any more questions there, we killed one fly, another is here. Maybe these flies are like the questions. One appears with every new yeah. little subject matter that comes. Right. Just ping from the air. Yeah. But that is a huge one. I think that'll cover it for a lot of people. Fat loss debunked. Yeah. Yeah. And you also, um, green tea. Can I give you this one? Green, teas that burn fat. Do you know how much green tea you actually have to drink a day? How many you have to drink a day to make it actually beneficial? Oh, fuck, it, to, to be able to be monitored in a, in a it's 12 cups of green tea a day yeah which is why you see some people put like six bags in a liter bottle at a time mm. that is the only way so six six in a liter bottle each time then you will see a benefit all, from all of these things these like kind of fat burners whatever else yes they will make small differences no because no let's not say that because again you're giving people false hope fat burners are not fat burners if they're over a counter all they do either is an appetite suppressant yeah. So it'll just try and stop you eating. Nothing actually targets fat that you can buy over the counter. No, no, not at all. Fat Nothing. Burner. The name fat burner shouldn't is be very allowed. misleading. Shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Shouldn't so be they're, they're going to, it's going to. Should be called appetite suppressants. Yeah. So you've either got appetite suppressants or some form of an Stimulant. amphetamine, which is yeah, going to yeah. increase your heart rate, make you burn calories slightly more than you would because otherwise. your heart rate's higher. Yes. Not which healthy. is not healthy. <laughs> so don't, don't do that. No. Just do more movement because yeah. the thing is the diff- like the difference over the course of a day might be fifty to hundred calories, which you could do by going for a walk. Yep. Or doing yeah. the vacuum in or yeah. just some shit around your house. If you're wearing something that monitors your calorie burning for the day, even in a really like basic way, like a Fitbit or whatever, that, that's adequate enough. Just go off that. Yeah. Because if you go off, all you have to do is go off what you're going off consistently. Don't change everything around. So say, even if you weighed yourself on the shittiest scales ever, it wouldn't matter if you same, use the same shitty scales every time because you, you get the same consistent reading. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're done. We've done this to, to death now. Right. Yeah. Should we, should we move on? So that we have 20 minutes left for question time. Okay. Sweet. You're welcome for all you people that thought you could turn butter into steak. <laughs> you got questions on yours or all i dig mine out or yeah can do but you just have to monitor the old thing we've got uh 18 minutes left let's have a little looky from the last time <sighs> oh, yeah because we had so many questions last time even though we did an entire q a dedicated to yeah. getting through them we still didn't get through them all. no there were too many and we've too many. yeah so we've still got some more to go through um you, you start. Got, oh yeah, I've got some here now. So, oh, did you see? Did you see the pics of Jason Momoa as the new crow? No, um, no. Not Google as, that immediately. Not as good as yours, dude. Um, <laughs> I honestly don't think they could cast somebody better than you for for matching Brandon Lee. Yeah, if there, if there is another one coming out now. So I, I did see this. I'm sure this was a couple of years ago, and I don't. Oh, think, it's old though. Yeah, I don't think oh, it's I've actually seen that. happened. I think that it was going to happen, and then it never actually did. Yeah, because he doesn't have a beard, obviously, when he's got it. No. It was. But some of these are created by the internet, so yeah. it's hard to know. I would, if I was going to play Brandon that's, Lee, I'd need to drop some body fat. The the blurry test footage picture. Yeah. It's the only one I've seen. Yeah. The rest of it's all done by fan, fan-created imagery. The, there's one with him 
Um, and the director stood behind him. I'm sure he's in the makeup chair. Uh, it's not popping up. Nah, these are all just computer generated. I'm sure there fan is fan versions. Um, did you enjoy the last season of Rick and Morty? I did. Yeah. I enjoyed them all. I thought they were, I, with especially with the finales going so crazy. Yeah, I thought they were. Yeah, I did enjoy. It. I think um, the I a bit confusing. The crow. The, watch the last two episodes that are linked, isn't it? The the crow ones. Because obviously, normally they don't play yes. into each other. Yeah, they're, they're just two parts. Singular. Um, it got a little bit like emotional with it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah Which I'd like. I kind of liked, and I kind of didn't. Um, I'm not I'm not saying I didn't like it at all. I'll still watch it, but I I missed the the light hearted. Yeah, got a bit. Cause, got a bit. Uh, uh, what's the word? Deep. Yeah, because for me, Rick and Morty is pure escapism. Normally, I'll like just. Turn it on in the background while I'm watching something, yeah. or I'll have a little smoke and get high and watch some Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. And just like, can you understand it if you're a little bit high? It or doesn't do you, matter. You're just watching colours. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, and it's just, it's just good to completely disconnect and just watch some stupid shit. Yeah. Um, I thought it started well when when it started off with him thinking he couldn't be replaced with crows, and, and Rick was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. But then it just carried it on like that. That severed them. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's a bit much." Yes. Yeah. I do like how the seemingly really small things end up being the entire story, and that uh, they do that very well. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, definitely better than the last season. I wasn't as much of a fan of the last season. I thought that was probably the 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 worst one that they'd done. But yeah, this season that came out. The one prior to the, yeah. the one that's just been. Yeah, because... Yeah, it was something a bit five. off about it that It was one. season four, I think, because that was where they had the big break in between. And then I think that yes. they were like... They'd got the budget accepted and then they were just like... They were trying to like one-up themselves, but it almost felt like they were trying too hard. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, overall, yes. Good. Okay. Uh, how to rid of shoulder pain bro from india well that's a big question <laughs> well that's like saying like, how do i stop my body aching yeah do you need um, like the main one with shoulder pain if you get shoulder pain is is one check your posture and make sure that you're not um letting your shoulders pronate too much rolling in and mm -hmm. um, you need to make sure that you're setting your posture before you're lifting that means chest up shoulders back core engaged but one of the big things for shoulder health is monkey hangs so literally on a pull-up bar, just get up on the pull-up bar with your body weight and just hang and let all your weight sink through to your feet and your shoulders should come up to like above your ears, like completely sink, utterly, totally relaxed, like all your weight sink through. Um, and if you do that a couple of times a day, it's, it can literally stop you needing surgery. Yeah, I think hangs, face pulls as well, they're a really crucial thing. People fuck face pulls like you won't believe though. I've seen them, I don't think I've ever seen them done well. Really? Unless it's somebody I know who knows how to train. Yeah. If I just look around the gym generally and watch someone do a face pull, terribly done. They're yeah. just training their traps and back. Yeah, I think, um, oh, yeah. I just don't think it's an easy exercise to connect with. YouTube, how to do face pulls. I think band, banded face pulls are far better than cable yes, face pulls. Yes, definitely. Um, that's a good call. Like, because when you're out there, that's pointless. That's not really why you're doing a face pull. It's, it's basically this last bit of range of motion yeah. where you're activating your rear delts. Um, and obviously, you do want to activate your traps to a certain degree. It's kind of making yeah. sure that you're you're hitting some of the smaller areas, but mainly the rear delts, making sure that your shoulder is going to be. The best way of describing position. it is to do a rear double bicep as you pull through. Yeah, yeah. Because what you see is a lot of people just pull their fist to the face. Yeah. Think about doing a rear double bicep. So you're almost turning your knuckles over to the wall yeah. behind you. So you're ending up, yeah, literally like that. So yeah. the, then the band should be like you know touching your forehead. Oh yeah, and you need to be aiming for your temples, yeah. not your chin. Yeah. 
Um, but also, if there is actually some severe issue, go see a fucking physiotherapist. Go see a doctor. Like, yeah, don't buy that new set of trainers. Go fucking spend your money on a physio. Yeah, like that's far more important. If you've got an injury, look after yourself. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna spend your money on yourself, what are you gonna spend it on? Oh, we start so serious, and then two questions in: KY jelly or WD forty? <laughs> Which one loosens your nuts? <laughs> Hashtag Robo arm. Well played. Oh, yeah, I'd need more WD-40 at the moment than KY Jelly. <laughs> I, I can't risk it for a biscuit on the KY Jelly front. Yeah. Uh, do you miss RoboArm? Did it make... What do you mean miss it? I still got it. Mm. Dude, I'm not fucking healed. Yeah, like, he's fixed in no, two I'm weeks. Not, I really am. Hey, do you know it's under four weeks? Yeah. And I'm already like, the doc would be so mad if he saw me like this. Sorry, Dr. Singh. He's going to be... But when I go, I've got my appointment on December the 2nd to go see him. I genuinely think he's going to look at me and be like, are you Wolverine? Like, yeah. what the fuck is... Because they they when I went to the physio, she was like, what the fuck? How are you extending your arm that far? I'm like, because I'm awesome. Yeah. She's like, you shouldn't be. You should be at 90 degrees. I'm like, yeah, but look. And she was like, mm-hmm. And I was like, well, so what can I do? She's like, nothing. You are so far ahead of what, anything I can give you before mm. the surgeon sees you. I can't give you anything. Just please don't lift anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all she kept saying. Yeah. Don't do it. So when I go to him, I think I'm, I'm going to ask him, am I as far further ahead than any other patient you've ever had? Yeah. <laughs> Collagen and BPC, I'm telling you. Um, would you rather wake up to a blood... Oh, we've done that one. So we've done some of these. Where did I get up to? Okay. Um, I've got one here. I've got one. Yeah, go. You go um, first. Would you rather always wear roller skates or always wear gloves? Always wear gloves. Same for me because I can't roller skate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. Oh, I would after, you know, would after quick, a couple of weeks, but not But imagine, imagine roller skates in bed. Yeah, ro- yeah, ro- oh god! I can't roller skates in the shower. Yeah, can't even wear socks in bed, let alone yeah. roller skates. Yeah, yeah, gloves. Uh, what are you looking forward to most when your arm is better, weights or boxing or both? Masturbation. Um, <laughs> stroking cats. <laughs> uh, weights, I generally really because I wonder if I'm going to be a bit timid with the boxing because that's where I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be pulling that right hook. Probably at the start, yeah. but that's probably a safe thing, you know. But then I'll just return to my 12-year-old kid and just uh, and forget yeah. that I did Fall anything over. bad prior oh. previously. Yeah, and just go straight balls back in. Um, make an old... Uh, I think we've done some of these. You go, you go now, I'll go. We'll do... Um, how, how did you build such a ghetto booty then? Should I be... Should be black booty, Bob. Yeah, you do have a ghetto booty. That's just that's 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 some natural girth plus strength some, training. I got it? some thick old glutes. Honestly, for me, so I've always had fairly decent glutes anyway. Um, but when I when I transitioned over to doing these um, safety squat box squats, that's something that really fucking got my glutes going. I don't know why they're going to be coming back at some point, probably in the new. Rave about those. Yeah, SSB box squats. Um, SSB is the safety, safety squat bar. bar yeah the one where you're holding the handles there um, I fucking love that movement and yes it will be coming back in in the new year and the calorie surplus will be coming back in the Ooh. new year and the thickness will be coming back is in it, the new year is it t- starting in the new year maybe not straight away but it will be at some point I need to get I need to actually just out of plan I keep saying this but, it's really um, not that complicated though no just, I know I need to get, I want to get my blood what's done. that guy called Dr. Something online and he's uh He's an older dude who looks really good. He's a really intelligent guy. Oh, what's his bloody name? 
I'll think of it. But you basically he goes on with all the protocols and everything because obviously in this country you can't go to your doctor and and, and do yeah. it. So, and also, like, I'm I'm not these gonna... are guys that do it properly professionally, and he's and this guy's like leading in his field. He was leading because he was the guy that started having people do it every three days over once a week. Yes, he was yeah. one of the guys that started that out and, and explained. So and he gives. He does full Q and A's on on dosages, levels, um, what needs to be taken alongside, and all that kind of shabazz. Yeah. Um, I did watch one, and basically they're only on a testosterone in is it enanthate, yeah. the quick acting one, yeah. and then they do it every three days. Right. Yeah. I think that's right, isn't it? Enanthate. Yeah, enanthate is one. Well, I don't know if it's because sipinate is real fast, mm-hmm. and his enanthate is like a little bit slower. I thought that was a medium one. Yeah, yeah. like a me- yeah. But not super it's like fast, faster and slow acting. Great. What's the slow one? I have no idea. No, I don't know. Um, I think it even. I don't think it necessarily matters because even even on the slow release ones, from what I can tell, I think so. You still get that initial spike and then it drops off. So even if you had one and you were taking it once a week, yeah, you'd have this peak and then drop off, but and that's where people have problems when they have these like spikes because they're taking more in one go as well, so they get that big spike. Whereas yeah. if they're taking it every three days, they're taking a lesser dose, so you're getting less of these. Yeah, spikes. spikes. Yeah, you ideally you want to have like a relatively. Well, you want to mimic the natural order as much as possible, which don't would, you? It would peak a little bit in the morning and taper off the yeah, other day. Yeah. So, in theory, if you wanted to microdose it and have it like yeah. daily, that Although, would be the best. But it'd be a which would effort. be actually the best way. But then you'd be pinning yourself every day, which most people probably wouldn't. Which is why the once a week thing probably started yeah. to make it user friendly, so Americans and all that would jump in and go, "Oh, it's just once a week. Yeah, yeah. I can handle that." As soon as you told them it'd be like every three days, yeah. that's a lot more. Oh, a needle every three days. Yeah, oh, I no. think for me, I'd, I from what I'm looking at now, I'd, when I probably do, I'll probably go 50 milligrams three times a week, so 150 mil over the over the week. Right. Because um, again, that's probably the high end of. Well, it's not, it's not bodybuilder TRT. No. Um, but in terms of actual legitimate, what would a bodybuilder take? Three hundred? Like, yeah, people still classify. I've heard some people classify five hundred milligrams of test yeah, as TRT, not, which not is fucking idiots. stupid. Let's talk about the sensible. Um, I think two to two fifty is kind of what bodybuilders would class as TRT. Um, right. But that's so well, high, well though, above what you would have naturally. That's nowhere in a natural yeah. range. I think, I think even one hundred and fifty is probably not. Um, maybe some uh, like elite specimen of people might be in that same kind of category. I guess but, I wonder if your size matters as well. What if you're like a 300 pound dude? Surely you're gonna need more than a guy who's like 180 pounds, but yeah, and your nuts are still the same size, aren't they? Or well, obviously that varies, and like it's yeah, that I they're mean, gonna be what's producing something for us to research. That is, yeah, yeah, but, I, yeah. I, I think I, I will know. whenever you do all your research, I'll probably join you on that front, mate. Yeah, especially after this. Yeah, yeah, I will. Like, and also, I don't want to fully guise this as TRT um, because I no, feel like it's not TRT. No, you so don't we, need testosterone. No, no, I don't. I, you just want to optimize yeah. your body's potential within a natural range. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm being a cop out here and saying that. Yeah, yes, I'm wanting to take anabolic steroids, um, but I also don't. I'm trying to put it across in a way where I'm, like, I'm not being fucking stupid. I'm not going to just fire in a load of tread. I'm like, <laughs> I want to. I want to just do something that's going to enhance my life in terms of training cognitive function i'm fucking busy all the time i'm tired yeah, like i want to have want a little to be, bit more you want to be to, to be a healthy positive yeah just imagine you came in one week just raging yeah just fucking mad fucking as fuck just just looking at questions just going, Scottish fucking overnight. stupid fucking question you fucking yeah <laughs> he's on the trend ladies and yeah. gentlemen <laughs> so, yeah so i'm saying trt but 
technically it's not TRT because it's not been prescribed by a doctor. I, you know, no. I'm just saying that self-administered TRT. And realistically, I don't think at all I have low testosterone. Like I don't really no. have any of the symptoms for we, it. But it doesn't mean that I couldn't make a slight enhancement, which is going to have a positive, a positive effect on my well, life are, with minimal negatives. Medical benefits to doing it for men when they get into their mid to late thirties mm-hmm. is it reduces the rate of prostate cancer massively. Um, it reduces loads of degenerative diseases that we can see. It even um, yeah, fruit fly. Oh, nope. That was my good arm. Whoa! I think you got that. How did you get him? God, they're ninjas. I'm going to find out what the source of their power is. It must be the plants. Should we have a Gotta nibble? Gotta be. Yeah, we'll have a nibble. Is it aloe vera? <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we're running out of time. We're coming to the end of it, people. Let's sure. um, do a quick one. Never got one. Um, what thing you do in life would you like to see lifetime data on? How much, e.g., like how much weight lifted over an entire lifetime? I, I'd like to know how many breaths I've taken over an entire lifetime. I would not. <laughs> I don't think I wouldn't care. Um, It'd just be interesting. Total Imagine calories like, consumed. Oh yeah, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be really. Or you could go really fine out in like the number of times that you've stabbed yourself. Yeah. Just to see how stupid you really are. Yeah. Number of broken items dropped for no good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Number of times stubbed toe on stair. Oh, number of things I've misspelt. <laughs> yeah, it's a dyslexic. <laughs> yeah, that would that would crush you. Yeah. Or, you keep going. Yeah, or it'd be number of things that I've misspelt that someone's identified and got annoyed by. <laughs> and all of them would be Emma. Because she, she literally, <laughs> like sometimes I'll post something on my story and then she'll literally just text me the correct spelling of them. <laughs> That's it, just one word <laughs> Yeah, back. just for like... What yeah. about um, number of times you thought you were in with a girl, but you actually weren't? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Stuff like that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Real little things just to realise stuff. Mm. Yeah. Number fun. of times you nearly died in a car but never knew it. Yes. Oh, that'd scare you though, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd Imagine. probably not want to get in Imagine. a car. Imagine. It'd yeah. at least be a hundred odd, wouldn't it? God, yeah. Like you, were, you, you, yeah. If something had happened like a metre before. Mm. Yeah, that you just missed. Final destination stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right, we've got time for one more. What movie would you make with unlimited funding? I would make like a a dark action thriller. Something like what I believe the new the Batman's going to be. Yeah, something like that. I would I and I'd hire in some of the I'd hire in just some of the best like, like you'd have like like you get Schneider in on it and yeah. um so, so whoever you fit your characters the best. I mean, I'd probably get Bale in there cuz he's just yeah. yeah. Just I think uh, I I'd probably have to say I'd love to see um, Fallout put into a into a film. Just the the, the Fallout games, that universe, that world, something that we've not seen in a film setting. Um, it probably you know you'd have to. I reckon Fallout Three actually. I've not played well. a single one of them. Fallout, so Fallout Three. Should I download I think, that to play it? I or will you, I lose? That's, that's Fallout years Four that we've got downstairs. Yeah, you will lose years of your life. Is it literally Skyrim? It's Skyrim. Yeah, it's the same kind of premise yeah. of like being to able to just miles and miles and yes. miles. Right, yeah, I'm not doing that. There's no, there's no yeah, kind of it. vehicles or anything like that. You walk. Well, in. PS5. Can I just say by the way, if you've got a PS5 and you're playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you may as well get a PS4. <laughs> They've absolutely not used those PS5 whatsoever. Um, God of War looks amazing. Yeah. In 4K, that's incredible, and that is all I've got through so far. 
Yeah, but I do. I think the potential for the system's huge, and I don't think they've even started with it yet. I generally don't think any of the games have been PS5'd. No, the first year or two, most consoles, they're barely scratching the surface of what they yeah. can do. It's not really, they don't, it's because they're still, they haven't phased out the old console, so most things come out on both platforms. Yeah, until um, they kill off the PS4, we're not going to see it. Yeah. But yeah. get one for Christmas, and then we'll all get gamer tags, and we'll have a crew cast blast off. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be oh, cool. That means I need to borrow one, though. Right, that's it. We're <laughs> in, yeah. yeah, you need to get off Xbox. Right, to go. That is it. We, we're crushing this one in the, the 90 minute allotted time. Yeah. So well we're going to go play some PlayStation. We are. We're actually going to do that. So have a great weekend, people. Whatever was good in last week, bring it forward. Whatever was bad, leave, whatever was bad or bag, leave that fucker <laughs> behind. Leave the bag of leave bad the fuck <laughs> behind. <laughs> that bad bag. And Maker's Mark goes down nicer as that ice cube melts. So yeah. definitely uh, that's a nice one. All right. Have a good one, people. Make your own energy and uh, have a great week. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. Toodle pip.